we've all followed what's been going on over the last almost seven months. We know there's a pandemic. We know everything has been canceled with the exception of the elections. We know that we don't recognize this world that we're in. And we're all getting tired of it. The way I see it, this has become nothing more than a jigsaw puzzle. And it feels to me like nobody, <clears throat> excuse me, is even wanting to put this jigsaw puzzle back together again. And I sincerely hope I'm wrong on that. But it sure doesn't look like it now. We're going to delve deep into the American Jigsaw Puzzle tonight here on the New Directions Podcast. As simply as I can hopefully do it. We're going to try to put the pieces back together again, starting right after this. Ours is a strength like no other. Born of grit, determination, endless resilience. It's a physical, mental, emotional strength. It's about character, purpose, possibility. But one thing is perfectly clear. They're strong. Then there's Kansas City strong. For more than 180 years, Kansas City has faced countless challenges and powered through each to embrace a brighter day. Across our city and in every corner of our community, you are coming together by staying apart, showing your strength in solitude. Now is the time to dig in and do what's necessary. Today, Kansas City Strong is our battle cry. Show us your strength, Kansas City. They're strong. Then there's Kansas City strong. 
Visit us online at KansasCityStrong.org. In 2005, the Oak Ridge Boys recorded a gospel song that had some words that caught my attention. The words were, can't the pieces be put back together? This question comes to mind when I think about the United States of America. Never in my wildest dreams or nightmares have I seen as much division as I see now. With the pandemic and the cancellations of practically everything under the sun, I've seen political unrest, fights on social media that have made me, want, made me scale back on my Facebook visits, along with people who would normally watch sports for entertainment that would choose not to because of what they believe in and what the organization does not. In a past MASH episode, Father Mulcahy said, allow me to share with you some food for thought. We should be ashamed to call ourselves the United States because we aren't. Would you like to know why? I sum up the reason in one word, politics. We're letting politics tear us apart. And what's bad also is it seems to me that some people are actually giving in to this and calling it a new world, new normal. We've had our fun activities taken away from us. And everybody from Trump to Fauci to Pelosi to Biden to any other name that we've heard in this circus have given us so much conflicting information that nobody knows what to believe anymore. Both sides have sown so much conflict that we that believe in party politics have been drawn into their respective sandboxes. We've become a giant jigsaw puzzle that nobody seems to want to put together. On September 11, 2001, we were together as a nation. Now we're not even close. So let's throw our party affiliations out the window reminding ourselves that we are Americans first and without politicians from either side, let's take a look at and possibly rebuild this American jigsaw puzzle. Piece number one is under the category of race. Now let me see if I've got this straight. Black man gets shot by white policemen in Minnesota. The policeman eventually loses his job. Black people are understandably upset by this, so much so that BLM is established. The protests are divided into two categories, peaceful and aggressive. How am I doing so far? We are reminded of oppression that blacks have suffered in history and are reminded of this hundreds and thousands of times. For good measure, let's throw in the idea of defunding the police. Finally, let's punctuate this idea by destroying or renaming public property or landmarks because, all of a sudden, we find them offensive. Am I leaving anything out here? I hope not, because I'm at the enough already point. I'm not a racist, 
and have a good amount of friends that are white and black. I've heard stories about people that have suffered through the years, but surprise, they were both black and white. If we defunded the police, there would be no protection whatsoever. Do you really want that? As of this writing, there are 141 homicides that have happened in Kansas City, and although I haven't seen the full list, I submit to you that there have been an equal number of blacks and whites that have been victims of blacks and whites. Everyone has suffered, especially this year. I had a person come through my line at work today that had just moved back to this area. His girlfriend had been beaten and was at and was at KU Med Center. He was hurt himself. They were both blacks. And there was a lot of tension going on. There's been a bunch of it also. We need to realize that all lives matter. Now, I'm not an all-knowing person and really do not have the solution for the issue or any of the puzzle pieces that I'll share with you. But I will offer suggestions on how I feel these issues could be solved. With this in mind, here's suggestion number one. Recently, KCMO Mayor Quentin Lucas has been holding meetings about how we can honor Martin Luther King here in Kansas City, and John Hold of Fox 4 had a chance to host a town meeting about race. My thinking is that several town hall meetings about race would be a very good idea, but have them across Kansas and Missouri, open them up to all races, sit them in one room, and have, and have them come up with their own ideas about how to solve this once and for all. The hosts, John Holt, and the mayor of any city that would host something like this. Is this an overnight idea? No. It won't happen overnight. The problem is still there. But there is a way to solve it if we remember to do this. And here's going to be a word, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be using quite often during the course of this broadcast. Together. We need to work together. Which brings us into the second part of the puzzle pieces that I wanted to share with you. And that part is race. No, excuse me, not race. The part of having fun taken away. It has been remarkable to see everything under the sun basically getting canceled or, or put off and would start at a later time. Like, for instance, Major League Baseball, 60-game season, no actual spectators in the stadiums, but you have cardboard cutouts. Um, you could have been a little more realistic, guys, if you were to cut off a little bit more from those cutouts. I'm just saying. I'm just, that's just my opinion. But we have had baseball. We've had one week of football. Week number two, of course, got underway on Thursday. But apparently, there have been 
some things, some stances that people have taken that are not setting very well with really people here in the Midwest. And for whatever reason, they don't want to have anything to do with baseball or football. And I had written about this on my podcast page, too. This this pandemic has wreaked havoc on everybody. And it has been a very, very tense time for all people involved. I will put my name out there, too. Mentally, it hasn't been a whole lot of good for me, either. You can go, basically, to work and back. A lot of the places that had been fun, like Worlds of Fun, Kauffman Stadium, of course, you could go if you practice... You could go to Worlds of Fun if you practice social distancing. You can go to Arrowhead Stadium if you practice social distancing. People still are able to come. There are limits that have been placed on these and everything, too. But you feel restricted. But some people have taken that idea one step further. Names are not important in this case. But this is a scenario that I've been seeing quite a bit. People that are normally fans of, for instance, Major League Baseball, the NFL, are boycotting because they believe in something, the organizations, that is, believe in something that they do not. As far as my own personal beliefs, I will not share them at this point, but I have an episode that says get, of getting down to brass tacks that I made sometime back here on the podcast. You want to know what I believe? Punch that one up. You'll hear it in its entirety. I do respect the fact that people don't seem to want to watch because of funding for violence and things like that. But I can't help thinking that people are not letting themselves have fun anyway. And the question I've had to ask, and I asked it originally on my page too, Are you conditioned to not have any fun anymore? Are you letting the tensions get to you in this particular way? I'm not looking for straight answers right away. I offer these questions as something for us to think about. These are puzzle pieces. Another thing, too, with regard to social distancing... The thing that really bothers me, too, is that a lot of folks that are seniors are perhaps scaredest enough, underlying conditions perhaps, too, but they're looking at places that they used to be able to go to that used to be safe and even asking questions about that. 
like for instance church. That's the part that really gets to me. I have been a believer and still am that God is with us every step of the way. But I have to admit that ever since I made this first the first edition around the time this pandemic began of this of the podcast, the podcast the, the night of it. It's been shaky. I still have the faith, but it is shaky. And I really believe, and I'm going to say this quite a bit over the course of this show, that we need to come together. And it boggles my mind that people are not doing that. That they're not allowing themselves to have at least some amount of fun. Watching the games is fun. The watching the baseball games, that is, is fun. Watching the Chiefs and Houston Texans last Thursday was fun. But the this is very definitely strange. And I want to end this segment of the podcast by quoting a line that was that I had seen originally and posted. And I think a lot of us could probably say the same thing that I'm getting ready to say here too. Which is I wish that we still had the America we grew up in. This very definitely isn't. And what's been happening overall has divided us worse than I have personally ever seen at any point in history. I'm going to talk about the two main reasons why there's so much division. One of those reasons... I'll mention once and will not mention again on the other side of this break. Going to throw an extra song in tonight. We'll bring Hank Williams Jr. to do it. Here he is with America Will Survive. Oh. 
have tucked it out a time or two. Ain't too many things these boys and girls can't do. We grow good old tomatoes. We got hometown pride. Like it or not, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope you do like it, by the way, America will survive. America will very definitely survive. When? God only knows. But anyway, 
the last two piece categories I'm going to talk about combined. Washington, D.C. and the coronavirus. You don't have to have me tell you that we're under a pan that we have we're in the middle of a pandemic. We already know this. And as I alluded to at the very beginning of this piece, there has been so much conflict that people have been drawn to both sides. They will not give up the way they believe. And I can respect that. But wouldn't it be nice if we could put our petty differences away for a while and work for the common good for a change? We, the people of the United States of America, are the ones that voted these people into office. And it seems to me that people, and it does not matter which party they represent, have forgotten this. And forgotten this big time. And you're drawing people into the, into the battle on both sides, and it needs to stop. It sounds to me like you're not even trying to get it to stop. Yes, it's healthy to disagree. But look up and look around, ladies and gentlemen. People are getting the coronavirus every single solitary day. How do I know this? You tell us the numbers every single solitary day. And yet you tell us the way we can respect other people is to wear masks and stay six feet away. I'm in the process of putting together a sermon called This Isn't Our Father's World. God didn't create this. But yet we're having to live like this. And the only thing that isn't canceled for this year, really, are the elections. Joyous. I just want to know how in the world you're going to be able to hold an election in the middle of trying to, or at least hopefully trying to, find a way to end this virus. I want to believe that there is a way to end this. And I want to be able to have a strong enough faith to believe this. I get the impression that there are some people, I cannot name any of them, that are enjoying this. I would like, I want, please tell me I'm wrong if that's not the case. Tell me I'm wrong and give me some reasons why I'm wrong. Okay, I believe virus, virus vaccinations take time. I get that. But how many more things have to be canceled before something's done? 
There are things that have been canceled already for 2021, like Royals Fan Fest. It makes no sense. And people in this election year are using this as an issue. I'm sorry, this isn't right. We need to come together as a country now more than any other time in our lives. It hasn't happened. I would like to believe that there are those that do want to do this, that do want to come together and see a solution done for good reasons not to keep people in office that are already there. I want to believe that. But this jigsaw puzzle that we have right now is quite honestly in a mess. The four pieces that I mentioned were more categories than anything else. There were a bunch of pieces, I'm sure, under the heading that could represent very easily this divided country of ours. I want to see something good happen. I really do. I want to be able to come on to tell me something good and tell Michelle Bogowith or Kim Burns, whoever it is that's doing it on that particular day, that I was here to see a country come together again. And to my way of thinking, it's for the first time since 2001. To those that have been suffering with this, prayers are with you. And we hope that you do recover. More people have recovered from this, and that's good. But until somebody finds a way out of this thing, we're still going to have the puzzle. And I'm just hoping that somehow, some way, hopefully as early as this this year, or even better than yet, yet or even better than that, over the next, I don't know, three months, that we could find a way to end this thing and go back to some semblance, at least, of order. Eternal God, thank you for getting getting us started started in this, for assuring us that is that you're there. But please bring us through this in your time. I know, but if it be your will. Can you speed the process up a little bit? In your son's name, amen. A look ahead to our next show is on the other side of this break. They are Kansas City's first broadcast station, and in my view, the best.
when they say they're working for you, they mean it. My friends at Fox 4KC. There have been a lot of interesting mixtures of food that I've been able to talk about over the course of this show. Next time here on the New Directions podcast, the lead story is going to be about Ego releasing pumpkin pie and gingerbread cookie pancakes just in time for the holidays. We will have something also from In Kansas City Magazine on that very same night. So join me next time when we talk about those two here on the New Directions podcast. The quote Johnny Cash's ragged old flag, the end of it at least, I'm going to use that as our final thought for this show. Johnny's poem said about the flag, so we raise her up every morning, we take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground, and we fold her upright. On second thought, I do like to brag, because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. It is going through a major, major fire. And hopefully, when this jigsaw puzzle gets put back together again, we'll be able to rejoice and say that we've been through this. I am looking forward, and I know a lot of you that listen to this show are too, to that day whenever the heck it finally comes. With that, that's going to wind things up for this edition of the New Directions Podcast. Thank you for being with me, as always. I will see you next time, and until then, Mr. Charlie Daniels, would you be so kind as to get us out of here, please? Snaps him on the wrist and he turns it back out on the time.